0: Welcome to another edition of Park Talk Podcast, the official podcast of the Naperville Park District, where you can engage your senses. Welcome back to our Park Talk Podcast studio for what I know will be a lively discussion regarding accomplishments of the previous year and plans and goals for the current year. This is content that the Park District has presented at each of the State of the Park District addresses, regardless of format, and it's always chock full of great information. My guests this time are Mike Riley, Park Board President, Ray McGurry, Executive Director, and Brad Wilson, Director of Recreation. Welcome to all of you. Thank you. Thank you. you. So we're going to start off with a question that encompasses a whole lot, and and Brad, I'm kind of looking at you because I'm thinking you're probably going to kick us off here. Following several years of construction and development projects, 2017 was a year in which the district reset its focus on planning for the future. One of those key initiatives was the Community Interest and Opinion Survey that was conducted last spring. Can you talk about that process and some of the main takeaways from the results?
1: Sure. Uh, Last year, last spring, Park District uh, commissioned Acuity Research to assist with the uh, implementation of a Community Interest and Opinion Survey. Uh, This is an initiative that the Park District undertakes every three to five years, really to gauge resident satisfaction with Park District facilities and services that, that we provide. Um, the project goals really are to gather statistical data from the community that help us in determining where to invest our resources, uh, what the best land use and land management practices are, uh, determine what programs and activities should continue to be offered and which ones should be discontinued, and to assist in uh, determining resident satisfaction with our services. Uh, we received responses from uh, 500 households uh, throughout the community, which gave us a statistically valid sample. And some of the main takeaways were that uh, the park district is still held in very high regard uh, when compared to other local agencies. Uh, Residents are are very satisfied with the programs and services that we provide. Um, Programs, parks, and facilities were identified as the the district's greatest strengths and continue to be our greatest strengths. Uh, There's still a continued need and interest for indoor fitness and a walk-jog track, uh, which are key elements of the district's Fort Hill Activity Center that was recently constructed. And for outdoor facilities, residents continue to express the greatest interest in uh, more walking and biking trails throughout the community. Which always rates the highest on our surveys. Very much so. Mm -hmm. Very much so. So the the survey provides a lot of great information. Uh, The results are on our website, and I would certainly encourage our listeners to, uh, to take a look at those results.
0: Great. How is that data then used? Because that's a lot of information. It's a lot of great information. But then how does that go into planning for the future for the district?
1: Yeah, it is a lot of information for us to absorb, uh, so each of our departments uh, look at the, the information, and we begin to incorporate it into uh, how we can improve our, our programs, our services, facilities, um, but at a higher level, we also look at it as far as uh, how we can incorporate that into the goals and initiatives that we're setting within uh, some of our major planning documents, uh, two of those being the Park District's strategic plan and then also the uh, the master plan, which really guides the district in, in providing the services.
0: Okay, great. And, Ray, I'm going to turn it over to you. How are the strategic plan and the master plan important to the district, and, and how do they really impact the community?
2: Yeah, I, I'm going to answer that, but I want to just comment real quick sure. on something else that Brad said. And what's important for, for, for your listeners, for our listeners, is um, that we are constantly taking in feedback. We are constantly serving. Right. So this while this is a, a community-wide survey, you know. Uh, we're gaining feedback on every class that we offer. Um, we are in, in, in the early stages of, of maybe rolling out, and it may take a couple months, a 311 system. Uh, where we will be getting information back from people that can go online and say, Hey, the garbage cans at DuPage River Park are overflowing. Mm-hmm. Um, the only way, you know, we, we, we continue to deliver the services that we do is in partnership with the community. They really, they help out a lot. So I want to just add that. As far as the plans, um, I'm a planning type person Uh, from my background of 28 years. You know, uh, from working different investigations and and all kinds of stuff, we always had a plan, and 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 you always built into the plan if things could go wrong. Um, Here, thankfully, we don't have those kind of plans, but we have with the strategic plan and the master plan. um, Our, I guess, it's a way to hold hold everybody's feet to the fire, so to speak, um, and to everybody be kind of singing off the same song sheet, uh, so that you don't have one department. And, and this is what you see sometimes in other organizations, is uh, and, and unfortunately I can say this in police work is you have a patrol and an investigation and administration division all work for the same place, and oftentimes they're doing three different things, and they, they come into conflict. So these type of plans um, are very helpful for us to kind of look out into the future and to build in some flexibility within those plans. If, for example, a property tax freeze were to come, if, for example, we have a some type of a disaster, so you know, the way in which they work is certainly the community drives the plan. Um, we take the feedback as staff, bring it to the commissioners, and ultimately the commissioners approve or don't approve, um, you know, aspects of, of what should go in the plan and what shouldn't. So we're right at that stage right now. We've just finalized the you know, strategic plan. The master plan will be finalized here in the next um, couple months. And and that really just sets us up um, for the future. And, and it's not like okay, we're going to build this mega pool or we're going to build this. Those aren't in the plan, but the plan really does kind of spell out some of the differences, uh, different things you may see coming, um, and also a strong emphasis on taking care of what we have. We've really heard that from right. the community.
0: quite a bit. definitely. As part of the strategic planning process that the district just went through, um, a new mission was developed and is starting to be rolled out. What is that new mission and what's really that message behind it?
2: Uh, so the new mission statement is we provide recreation and park experiences that promote healthy lives, healthy minds, and a healthy community. I think this is a grand slam, um, from the strategic plan. And this is where this kind of was born. Uh, we revisited the, the mission statement, and I think it's, it's incumbent upon organizations to do that. Not every year. Um, but it had been a while since we had taken a look at that. And while our, our former mission statement was, was a great one and spot on, I think you see an aspect of, of, of healthy living um, across the spectrum today. The Park District is not in the business of telling you what you should do. I will never tell you. Like sometimes people get angry at me and say, you should only be offering, you know, um, salads and all the healthy stuff, and you shouldn't be offering anything else. I think we sh- we should offer that, but we should also offer other things. I'm not your parent. You have parents. Um, you can, you can make your own decisions. We just put it out there for you, um, to utilize. But that being said, we are very, very focused on healthy lives, healthy minds, and then those two things turn into a healthy community. And people sometimes forget the aspect of healthy minds. Mm-hmm. Um, when you look at a park district, you're saying, okay, I get it. You've got Hill Activity Center. you've got all these trails. Um, you've got, you know, different classes I can take, Pilates, Zumba. <clears throat> that, that certainly is the healthy lives aspect of things. But the mind part, which is something, and again, being an older guy, <laughs> I, I'm kind of glad I didn't grow up as a youngster today. Um, it, it I think it's very challenging with all the distractions that people have. And so to detach from Facebook, and detach from whatever, and just sit and have a pause, like I just paused for, for whatever. And you can use one of our parks, you can use one of our benches, go out to wherever, one of our trails. I think that really encompasses what we, as an organization, offer. It's up to you if you want to use it. Right.
0: Definitely. There's a lot that obviously goes on at the Park District. Staff does great work. A lot of um, passionate people and really good people who are good at what they do. As a result, the Park District has received a lot of accolades over the years. And, Mike, I'm going to turn it over to you as the Park Board President because um, i know you, you have certainly feelings about you know some of the ways that the park district's been recognized um, recently with two prestigious awards acknowledging Fort hill is a great facility how are these accolades meaningful to the park district and how do re- residents benefit from those accolades
3: well let me start off by saying that that's a great question because it's the exact question i asked myself sitting in the audience waiting for the uh, the first of those two awards that we got i think you know it's nice to come up and accept the award and you know take the plaque or take the trophy and and go back but was it really do for me as a resident what what benefit do i get out of it and i look at it from the standpoint of uh, we think we do a good job you know, we we think we're we, you know our staff is doing a good job the buildings are coming over right they're coming at, you know on time under budget all those good objective criteria but when a third party independently verifies that you're you know you're the top in class for a certain project i think that's meaningful I think that demonstrates to the to the residents that uh, the Naperville Park District staff is doing a good job, uh, and it's not just you know personal opinion, not just people living in the community that think that. Uh, it's people in the industry that get a broad view of projects like this, uh, and I think that really makes it meaningful. Uh, I know that for me, it makes me proud to be part of the Naperville Park District, and I hope everybody in the community feels that pride as well. One thing I mentioned in you know in addition to what Brad and Ray said about about surveys another way that we uh, gather information from residents is just ongoing interaction uh, you know as commissioners we try to encourage each other to be out in the community to be involved in community activities and community functions and to engage people and ask them how do you think we're doing uh, you know what's on your mind what would you like to see and then we bring that that feedback back and hopefully that uh, supplants some of the you know, the periodic surveys that we do in four months.
0: Right. There's definitely a lot of feedback channels, which I think is definitely a strength of the park districts. We conduct focus groups, too, on a, a somewhat regular basis. So all of those things combined definitely figure into how we're progressing as an organization.
3: And, and that's also one of the things that, we, as we look to do podcasts in the future. Right. That's another way to engage with the community on a broader basis uh, and get better input. Better input should lead us to better decisions.
0: Right. Most definitely. Going back to Fort Hill for a minute, um, which is now, I think, about 18 months into its operations, in what ways, Brad, would you describe the facility
1: as being successful? Well, I I think the the facility has been tremendously successful over the past 18 months. Uh, It's been very exciting to introduce that facility to the community and to have residents uh, come to the facility and see what it it has to offer. Um, There were certainly the initial project goals of bringing that facility in which I think uh, the facility has certainly met, with um, providing year-round indoor recreation, improving our health and wellness offerings that we have available to the community, um, providing space for Naperville residents uh, with special needs. Uh, we actually have a program in working with uh, Western DuPage Special Recreation Association uh, that is based there every day throughout the course of the week to provide individuals with uh, recreation opportunities there, in addition to other programs. Um, better serving the needs of the senior community. Um, certainly through the programs we have available, whether it's through the fitness classes, the walk jog track that we have, we've seen a, a significant number of seniors who are coming to, to the facility and, and utilizing it on a, on a daily basis. Um, so I think when you look at back at those initial project goals and, and the way that the, the building is operating now, um, we've been successful in, in accomplishing what those goals were uh, from the onset. Uh, I'd say another way to, to look at the, the success of the facility is just the, the amount of use that it's receiving. Uh, we've been able to introduce some significant programs with our Youth Basketball League, uh, which is something that we were not able to offer to the community uh, prior to, to having that building. Uh, we've had uh, over uh, 1,200 participants within the league in the course of a year, uh, and that league continues to grow. Uh, we have a, a very large gymnastics program, dedicated gymnastics space. Uh, last year, had 5,000 participants within that program, just within gymnastics. So, Certainly, being able to to offer that to the community as a, as a, as an offering, and then from the the fitness perspective, um, being able to to offer the the health and wellness opportunities through whether it's the group fitness classes or or use of the fitness space, um, you know, certainly has been a a success and a nice addition to what we have to offer.
2: I was just over. It's, it's funny when you were asking this question. I was just there about a half hour ago, or uh, maybe may about an hour ago, and the Zuma Gold class was going on. Mm-hmm. Which filled the whole gym. I mean, the whole gymnasium is mean, amazing. Incredible. The wow. amount of people. So I watched him for a few minutes and I pulled a hamstring just watching. <laughs> so I obviously will never see me. In, well, nobody would want to see me in Zuba Gold <laughs> or yoga. That Those are bad looks for, for everybody else. <laughs> um, but it's just amazing to walk in there and just the energy that's in that building. Um, it's kind of like that movie Night at the Museum, you know, um, if you've seen that. And it's just the energy that's going on. Uh, It's exactly what we thought would happen, and it it did.
0: It's great to see that come to life. yeah.
3: And it's encouraging, too, because uh, when you take a look at Zumba Gold, take a look at Pickleball. A couple Mm -hmm. of years ago, those weren't even thought of. Right. But the staff picked up on those concepts, and look how successful those programs are. I mean, basketball has been around for for a long time. The youth basketball program has exploded. But these new activities for people to participate in they're, they're great opportunities. And without something like the Ford Hill Activity Center, we couldn't put them on.
1: And I think one of the other great aspects, one of the great successes of the, the facility is it truly provides something for all ages. Um, when you walk into that facility, the, the, the programs that we have uh, available really run the gamut from, from very early childhood all the way through our seniors. And to be able to see everyone interacting in the building at the same time in the different spaces is uh, truly great.
0: Right. It is. It's really an electric space. So it's fun to be there. So i um, turning it back to Ray and Mike, and I don't know who wants to start with this one. But now that we're solidly into 2018, what kinds of initiatives does the Park District have planned for the coming year?
2: Um, well, we've already talked about a few of them. Uh, the strategic plan mm-hmm. and the master plan, um, the golf master plan. That's that's another plan. Okay. The theme today is planning. It is. Um, you, know, there, you know, looking at both golf courses, um, we decided that it was time to have a professional come in from the outside. You know, Sometimes it's best not to operate on yourself um, and give us some ideas, uh, some things that um, we may need to, to address in the future. So uh, that plan is, is currently now being um, uh, developed and will be presented probably september of this year to the board uh, with some suggestions at, at both golf courses. So that's a big one. Um, some of the capital projects, certainly the playground renovations, we do several of those every year. Um, and those are kind of like on a life ten to fifteen year life cycle. Sometimes they can go a little bit longer. Sometimes they can go a little bit shorter. We're always checking those mm-hmm. on a weekly basis. Um, southwest uh, Community Park design—that's a, that's a really big one. That is. That's great. that's our last really big piece of of, of property, uh, thirty plus acres of land down by Wolf's Crossing. If people are familiar with the south end of the Southwest uh, part of town uh, by the Caroline Club, um, and I I talked in some earlier segments. Uh, so if you're people are listening to this again, um, so you're going to hear a repeat, is you know we, we just don't build because there's land there. So we don't decide, okay, a rec center's going here in a pool and you're going to like it. Uh, we engage the community. The major p- part of this process with the Southwest Community Park design um, is going to be the community. They're, they're the ones that are going to weigh in, with open houses and focus groups and stakeholder groups. Um, we're going to use a lot of information we got with our from our 204, uh, District 204 partners Right. We had a competition to decide what should go there. Um, so this is a really holistic approach um, to what we believe. You know, will be a great project. <clears throat> we just don't know what that project is going to be. Um, some of the other things we're going to offer something new this year will be um, it's kind of I like call it Rotary Hill music and movie series. Um, so we'll be showing movies at Rotary Hill, um, and we'll certainly have music. And Brad, maybe once or twice. Uh, to bring some music out to Rivery Hill. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's exciting. We're going to have a farmer's market at the 95th Street Library. The library and us, that's including the, the city and the schools, we're great partners. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great location. Uh, but It'll probably be in an evening uh, during the week. We want to make sure that we're not competing with our other friends, you know, to do it on Saturdays or over in Oswego. Um, and then we're also looking at a potential project, probably not this year, maybe not even next year, but we have a couple acres of land next to the library on 95th Street. I know there's been some publicity about that in the newspaper. Um, don't know what we don't know yet on that one. Um, lots of people excited about it. I'm getting a lot of phone calls and emails that this really could be something cool, not only for the south end of the community. I've been in this community a long time, since 1984. And, you know, there's always this two Napervilles, 75th Street is the dividing line. I'm not sure that that's true anymore. Um, so what we're proposing down there potentially is going to be a destination spot for all of Naperville. Not to come visit, not just South Naperville. So, yeah, lots, lots of stuff going on. It'll be another busy year, but uh, you know, a very rewarding.
3: And and I would say too that the development of Southwest Community Park is very important. Certainly for people who live down that area, uh, it represents great potential. Uh, so the input from all the people in the community is going to be very important to see how that evolves. Because right now, you know, we don't know. And I agree with what Gray said about being a, a destination spot. Because I, I look at Nike Sports Complex on the northeast side of town, that is a destination spot. Absolutely, Pe- people are definitely willing to travel there. One of the things where you you talked about the uh, strategic plan and the importance of it. One of the reasons why it's important to redo and revisit the strategic plan and mission statement every couple of years is the fact that there's always turnover on the board. There's always you know changing of the guard of commissioners. So the the commissioner group that Comprise the uh, last strategic plan is a different group than we have now, and for the for the board, it's important for us to be in consensus when it comes to the strategic direction of the park district. Uh, so it's it's a very opportune time with two new commissioners having come on last year to revisit the strategic plan and update it and update our mission statement. Uh, so all in all, I think all the pieces are coming together. we're going in the right direction.
0: Absolutely. Exciting times. Yeah. So I have one question for each of you. Same question. Just gonna have you answer it individually. In your opinion, what is the best thing about being associated with the Neighborhood Park District? Rain I'm gonna start with you.
2: Uh I you know, that's that's probably a pretty easy question for me. Uh I've been in public service since nineteen eighty. So I started when I was three years old. Um really. I wish. Um yeah, do the math on that one. <laughs> Everybody, in the, everybody at home listening to this, the people in the room right now, you should see the looks on their face. <laughs> <laughs> um, mine has always been service before self. It's real easy. Um, as a police officer and certainly uh, working in, in the public sector for all those years, um, it is service before self. And I just, I just get a kick out of being able to provide amenities to people, opportunities to people um, at a low cost. And you know, it's nothing better than, you know, driving down Aurora Avenue on a on a Sunday afternoon and seeing kids sliding, you know, sledding on the hill, or people over at the Riverwalk Cafe having a cup of coffee, um, in the winter, in the summer, vice versa, seeing the kids playing out in the soccer fields, baseball, adults walking up and down the Riverwalk on our trails, um, having a ha- having a, a sandwich and a and a beer or a wine or a pop or whatever or water at the Riverwalk Cafe it's very rewarding i mean i mean the landscape the building where we're at uh housed i mean you look out my window and you see the beach you go outside you see the you know the paddle ball. i mean it's it doesn't get any better than this mm-hmm. and so um you know we're i'm personally grateful certainly for the people that allow me to do this and certainly for the taxpayers that make it happen because without them we're we're not doing this podcast right definitely like i think it's
3: source of great pride to be able to help the people in the community get involved in healthful, beneficial ways to enjoy themselves. Uh, so that, that's an overall statement. But at a more operational level, we see the things from a commissioner's standpoint. We see the things that uh, staff does on a day-to-day basis to not only provide programs, but to uh, support what we have and, and take care of what we have. It's It's very rewarding. We have, we have great offerings for the residents in this community. Additionally, the leadership team is not afraid to look outside the box when it comes to what opportunities to provide. Hence our, our partnership with Kids Matter, because as Ray alluded to before, uh, it's more than just providing soccer fields these days. There's a lot more. There are a lot more complex problems that need to be addressed. And as we see ourselves as a central contributor to alleviating problems in the community, we have to expand beyond just the physical aspect of it. Uh, so I, I think I think we offer a lot to the people, and I think the people will appreciate it. Go
0: ahead. Uh,
1: for me, the the best thing is being part of an organization that truly uh, has a positive impact on the community and on people's lives. Um, the experiences that we are able to provide, whether it uh, is through some of our structured programs, whether uh, it's visits to uh, our facilities, uh, whether it's drop in use, uh, as Ray was mentioning you know, someone walking down the, the river walk or, or the hills. Um, we we certainly uh, are able to provide really a positive uh, experience for those in the community to be able to get outside, uh, to be able to get involved, uh, uh, create relationships and and and, and create friends, uh, just being part of the different programs and parks and facilities that we have. So that's the best
0: Great. Well, I'd like to thank my guests in the studio today, Ray McGurry. Mike Riley and Brad Wilson. Thank you, gentlemen. Appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Be sure to submit your comments, suggestions, and questions for our mailbag segment through our website at napervilleparks.org forward slash podcasts. Additional information on Naperville Park District programs and services can be found at napervilleparks.org. The Naperville Park District's mission is to provide recreation and park experiences that promote healthy lives, healthy minds, and a healthy community. Park Talk Podcast is a production of the Naperville Park District.